Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific 6 Eastern. Well, we got a lot to get into on the show today, not the least of which as... Thursdays always are the day that we talk about AEW and NXT. What were your thoughts on the show? And have opportunities to talk about it with us here today via text message 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com at Brian Alvarez on Twitter. But there's more than just that to talk about here today as WWE has announced that in fact... They are moving out of the Performance Center for SummerSlam. Now, what does that mean for the future? I wish I could tell you. I actually don't know. But for SummerSlam, what I can tell you is the show is going to be taking place at the Amway Center, the former Amway Arena. Amway Arena was torn down about 10 years ago, and that's the Amway Center. And at this moment... I am told they will not be selling tickets to fans. Vince McMahon had very much wanted to run SummerSlam in front of fans, but it's not going to happen. But they're running in the arena anyway. So I would presume that maybe friends and family, I'm sure the normal Performance Center students will be there as fans. But long story short, Amway Center is the location for SummerSlam. I was also told that the plan is that they want to run there for the rest of the year. Now, plans change. Obviously, plans changed a lot because they only announced the Amway Center today, and SummerSlam is next week. So all of this could change on a dime. But they do want to run there throughout the course of the rest of the year. I was told that Survivor Series is going to be an arena. Maybe everything from now on. I'm not sure what's going to be happening. But for sure, SummerSlam taking place at the Amway Center. And my guess is they're going to run there and as soon as they feel they can get fans in the building they're going to do it so we'll talk about that after the break and so much more wrestling observer live Buying some pretzel sticks? Excuse me? This is your wake-up call from Trackphone Wireless. 
Okay. What if you didn't eat all those pretzel sticks by the end of the month, so this store took them back? Uh, good luck. That's how some wireless companies are with your data, but TrackPhone Wireless gives you unlimited carryover data with active service, so you keep what you pay for. Hmm. Plans start at $20 a month. Wow, that's cool. Uh, sir, are you bothering the customers? Yeah, hang on. This is your wake-up call, people. TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. See terms and conditions at trackphone.com. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 this is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499. 800-516-2499. 800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. 516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Now that we're getting back on the road, the stops we make seem more special than before. Stop to see a friend. Stop at your favorite store. Stop at the places you missed most. And to keep you going between those stops, there's Shell. Stopping to fill up with our best fuel ever. Save with the Fuel Rewards Program. And to get snacks and essentials that can save you even more at the pump. That's just a few of the ways Shell helps you make the most of the stop you need to make. See full terms and conditions at FuelRewards.com. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. And yes, everyone, Mike Sempervivi is in fact here today. Right, Mike? Hello? I, I am. Well, we're fresh, too. How about you, buddy? Bro, where were you yesterday? I was uh, I was indisposed at the... Uh, look, 
All right. I, I work a lot. I do a lot of jobs. I got the Mid Atlantic Championship podcast. I got the Adam and Mike Big Audio Nightmare. I try to cajole Tom into doing shows. I've got to do double the work. I feel as though every day when I come on here, plus I have a shoot job and a family. It's hard out there trying to dad. You know that right now, trying to do this show with two kids climbing all over you. You push yourself to the limit. You burn the candle at both ends. And sometimes Mother Nature says, hey, you need to get some rest. So I got some rest. That's what happened. Well, can you have Mother Nature text me next time and let me know? You, you don't, don't, you may not want to anger Mother Nature. You never know what could happen, especially when you're out there at the beach. Be careful. Be careful what you ask for. You don't want Mother Nature just to be rolling up on you to telling you things like that. Usually when she does, it's not good for your environment. Well, as noted, this year's SummerSlam will be taking place at the Amway Center, Orlando, Florida. And, of course, they had been attempting to get a building in Atlantic City. Not happening. So, SummerSlam is at the Amway Center. And it's very interesting because there's not going to be fans there. I I guess they could just change their mind tomorrow and put tickets on sale. But at this moment, they have have rented out the building. They have got all the production people on the way. It's going to be a bigger production than usual, obviously, because it's in a bigger building. And the question is, why? I mean, I don't care. But, I mean, it's interesting because we learned a long time ago. I learned this in the 90s. I learned it watching ECW. And I learned it from shows that I attended, that I wrestled on. If you run a show and you sell 250 tickets, if those 250 people cram into a building, a tiny building that barely fits 250 people, that show's going to look like the hottest ticket in town. If you sell those same 250 tickets and you run in the Tacoma Dome, which we actually did a show at the Tacoma Dome. It wasn't the actual Tacoma Dome, but there's like a a building next door that seats maybe 3,000 or something. Something like that. But it's still like cavernous. You got 250 people in there or whatever. It looks like, boy, this is the lamest ticket in town. So I don't know what they're going to do, but I do know that these performance center shows, I mean, sometimes they're raucous. Sometimes they're not. But if you have the same exact number of performance center students and they're sitting there in a giant empty Amway center, I'm not sure how this is a positive. I mean, it's probably going to look a lot better in a lot of ways, but it's going to be empty. So anyway, that's their plan. I know they want to run a lot of shows in the Amway Center or wherever they can they can book it out. Obviously, when they can get fans, they're going to do it. It's lickety-split, as they say. But this is an interesting decision, and that's where SmackDown's going to emanate from. We'll see how it looks. Acoustically, that's my biggest question: is how do you how do you make it sound good? You know, how do you how do you fill the sound of a building like that? You know, looks wise, they can make it look great with all of the things that they can do inside of an arena. You know, with that setup, you know, visually it can be fantastic. Uh, sound wise, I question how good it can be, but maybe they are betting on that they'll be able to get a low capacity of legitimate fans. I don't know how that can happen, um, but at the very least, they're probably going to beg friends and family and spread them out the arena. I guess that's the goal, unless they think that they 
something will happen by them where they'll be able to get real people inside that building and maybe some real revenue. I, I don't I don't understand why you'd want to go in there other than I really, I just really, right now, I don't know why you'd want to go in there without a guarantee of fans. Why go inside of a building like that when you have been able to cut costs? And at this point, everybody is used to the presentation. Well, I do know that when I watch NXT and AEW, I mean, it is much more fun to watch AEW at Daly's Place, which is significantly bigger than the WWE Performance Center. But at the same time, Daly's Place is a very unique-looking building. And if you watch those AEW shows, I mean, last night was another example. When they're live, they're nowhere near as exciting as when they're taped. Those taped shows, I don't know what kind of crowd sweetening they do, but it's not noticeable crowd sweetening. I didn't notice they were doing crowd sweetening until about the fourth cycle of live, crowd's not very good. Taped, crowd's great. Live, not very good. Taped, crowd's great. And it suddenly hit me like, they're doing something on these tape shows. Maybe WWE can do the same thing. I mean, as long as they shoot and they don't show the empty building, they get plenty of their performance center people around ringside, you do a little bit of sound sweetening. I mean, it could be a big improvement. Maybe it will be. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But it is an interesting decision to, especially when you see how much money they made just running at the performance center. I mean, maybe they feel that, well, telling people we're going to run in an arena, is going to get some more people to buy that WWE Network to buy SummerSlam. I think the number of people that would do it for that is like zero, especially with no fans. But maybe they figure that's going to help. So we'll see how it looks. Uh, if you're WWE, Japan, wait, hold on a second. If you're WWE and you have this kind of money at your disposal, and I think we may have talked about this in a for another reason eons ago, but... Obviously, now AEW's got Daly's Place, which is, you know, hooked up with the Jacksonville Jaguars as far as being an arena made for uh, music really more than anything. And CMLL has got Arena Mexico. At this point, if you're WWE, do you consider, and you're looking at this as a promoter, not as an entertainment and a promotion, not just for wrestling, but with everything that's gone on and having so much money at your disposal, do you consider buying or creating a facility that obviously is much bigger than the performance center, maybe not as big as Daly's Place or something like that, but a 3,500-seat, a 5,000-seat venue, maybe not even that big, where you can have it for wrestling if you ever needed it to or, or a place you can run at very and low and no cost because you control the building and then also use that for music or theater or whatever else you could do would that be an investment as a wrestling company that you would do because of what's happened no. with the pandemic no and i'll tell Even you with why. all that money well a couple of well there's a couple of reasons number one it's just never going to happen with vince and kevin dunn in charge because they can't change anything they have a way of doing <laughs> things and they're going to do it until vince is dead and kevin dunn is out of there i mean no chance in his mind you tour you go around the country you tell people all these big cities you're in. That's what Vince McMahon does, okay? Other promotions, like, they've done it the same way in CMLL since they built that arena. And I think they built two arenas, actually, because the, the first one was damaged in the big earthquake, if I recall correctly. And, you know, AEW is just like, you know, it's, it's a... It, Tony Khan, he is... He, 
I mean, we don't know because it's only been eight months, but he does not appear to be set in his ways. Like, whatever's going to work is what he's going to do. If this works, he's going to do it. If this doesn't work, he's not going to do it. Vince is 74, and he's going to barrel forward doing the same thing he's always done, and he's never going to change. Now, the other reason is, if let's say WWE builds an arena in Orlando, okay? And, I mean, how? okay, first day... They're going to sell it out for Raw. Maybe they're going to sell it out for SmackDown. But then, you're attempting to draw from the exact same fan base forever. You're you're going to try to draw with them. What? You know, you got Raw, SmackDown, NXT. 12 shows a month. I mean, you ain't selling no. that thing out 12 shows a month. No, but the, I'm not even looking at this as an exclusive venue or anything like that. I just as far as like your future goes in case something happens or whatever, you have this venue, you're using it more for other things, but maybe once a month or once every two months you do everything there and it is all encompassed in your place. Well, you could, but I mean with the amount of money they're making, why bother? Just do what you're doing and if something happens, you throw it at the performance center or you rent out the Amway Center, which, listen, here's the, well, very quickly before we go to the break, no one else is renting out the Amway Center right now. It's dirt cheap. Anyway, back in a moment, Observer Live. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. 
Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker we have great rates for you as well at the term lifeline we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above so if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance call right now for a free quote rates and availability may vary by state sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify 800-807-1981 800-807-1981 that's 800-807-1981 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. If you want to text us, we're going to go to those in a moment. 425-780-7566 is the phone number. Last night, AEW and NXT, I guess the big notes... On both shows, we had in the main event of AEW, Orange Cassidy defeating Chris Jericho. And the match was nowhere near as good as their first match. Their first match was much better, which was interesting because I watched the first match and I thought, it's the first time these guys have ever worked together. Like, the next match is going to be way better. And actually, they didn't do as well as that first match. Orange Cassidy got the win with a... I, I, I think they were trying to do a lateral cradle, but they started to go one way, and then they went the other way. And luckily, when they went the other way, Orange Cassidy was on top, and he got the pin. So they had seconds left of television time. Jericho freaked out. They announced Orange Cassidy the winner. Announcer said it was the biggest win of his career. Boom, they were off the air. So we will see the follow-up, and I'm pretty confident there's going to be a a follow-up. On the next show, which is, in fact, Saturday, the 22nd of August, Saturday night, 6 p.m., head-to-head with one of the hours of NXT TakeOver. On the NXT show, the main event featured the return of the Velveteen Dream. He vanished. He dropped off the face of the earth. Nobody said anything about it. We don't know where he went. We don't know what happened. All we know is now he's back. And he did not win the main event. Cameron Grimes won that match. He's on his way to the ladder match at TakeOver. But because Velveteen Dream did not get pinned, he is going to be in a second chance match next week, which is against Finn Balor. Finn Balor and the Velveteen Dream. Last time Velveteen Dream was gone for a while, he came back and was nowhere near as good a worker. And now he disappeared again. I don't know how many days it's been, 30, 60 days or whatever. And first match, aside from this one, is going to be with Finn Balor. So if he can't look good in a match with Finn Balor, I don't know what to say. But we'll find out next week. Those are the big moments on the two shows, at least the main events. 
What was he gone for? No one knows. Velveteen Billion. I wonder. I wonder if they'll ever mention what he was gone for and and where he disappeared to. But he's back now, apparently. So interesting. Uh, we'll have to see how that goes. But yay, Cameron Grimes. That's always a positive. All right. So we got a lot of got a lot of stuff here. Mm-hmm. First says, why didn't Velveteen get pinned last night? You know how awesome Finn Balor versus Kushida would have been. Well, that's true. But, I mean, you can always do Finn Balor versus Kushida. I mean, you could do any of these matches whenever you want. So, I mean, clearly they did not want to pin the Velveteen Dream. Clearly they wanted him to come back for the match with Finn Balor the week after. So, there you go. I know everybody wants to know what's going on. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I have no earthly idea. But, I mean, all I can tell you is there were obviously... Allegations about the Velveteen Dream. Okay. Maybe I'm giving everybody the benefit of the doubt, but I feel that they had to have done an investigation and they have to believe that these rumors are unfounded. Because, you know, there are other people that there were allegations against them that, quite frankly, were... Nowhere near as serious as the allegations towards the Velveteen Dream. And as far as I know, we've never seen those people again. So I just feel they must have done an investigation and determined that there was nothing to it. I, I can't believe, I can't believe that A, they would ignore it, or B, they would investigate and believe that it was true and then say, ha, ah, he's going to be back on television and he's going to be. Uh, not getting pinned here, and he's going to be facing Finn Balor next week. So that's all I can tell you. I wish I could tell you more. They obviously did some due diligence, and this is, in as you said, if they believed, Velveteen Dream is not that important in the grand scheme of things. And I, and I believe, you know, and this is just from a corporate point of view. I'm not even trying to say anything else other than I think lawyer-wise, if they believe there was something to worry about, Velveteen Dream still wouldn't be on TV, so there's that. Now, in the court of public opinion and everybody that has planted a flag and chosen the side and already determined what they think about the situation, uh, you know, they may be fighting an uphill battle there. There's going to be a lot of people that may be fighting uphill battles, and we'll have to see as all the COVID stuff starts to go away and these people start to emerge again exactly what the reaction is going to be. It's going to be – it will be interesting because for a lot of these people – whether it be a, a Velveteen and and his you know rumored things or Marty Skrull and what we know about him with Ring of Honor or any of these men uh, that end up wrestling again who with whoever they're working for, there may be some time that goes by, but it'll be interesting to see when fans come back what they remember and who they remember it about as we go forward. This person here says. And is this the kind of thing that I, I miss when I don't read my, my Twitter timeline? So I heard the new excuse is that AEW is beating Raw in 18 to 34 persons, and it doesn't count because Raw is on Mondays, which is a worse night than Wednesdays. What? If this is your new... The saddest. Just go away. Just go away. Go outside. Stop go to the stupid, beach. stupid, dummy. I mean, no, go, go to the beach and go in and don't... Never mind. Look, Stop. Stop coming up with stupid excuses. Stop coming up with stupid excuses. 
as to why. This is like when the when Raw was beating the NFL on Monday nights, and people started to panic and come that, up with all of these reasons. Well, when they started to because they absolutely right they they never ever did that but they caused some concern for the NFL because wrestling was so popular on Monday nights it sent people into wondering what was wrong with the NFL and we've got to tweak this and we've got to do this and do that no you don't stop with all the bs excuses raw sucks smackdown sucks the storytelling sucks the the building of stars is non-existent you just have to eat your L on this and keep it moving. And anybody that wants to play the stand or the defender or any of that sort of stuff, you're just going to look like an idiot doing that. Period. Point blank. That's it. And that's all. Stop trying to play comparisons. Look in the mirror. Look inside your own house and wonder what's wrong. Wonder why your show on Wednesday, you know, your third brand show, creates more excitement than your shows on on Monday and Friday. It's just this is your problem to deal with. You can play all the comparisons to anything else that you want. You're just going to come across as an idiot doing it when you're making stupid-ass excuses like this. It's amazing that people are trying to pull this out of their rear ends and explain things away like this. It's just absolutely moronic i'm sure that somebody is talking about well this show on wednesdays blah 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 listen everyone raw monday night for 27 years for 27 years longer than some of you listening to this have been alive monday has been wrestling night period it's been wrestling night and actually it was wrestling night before that because when i was a kid i watched primetime wrestling but it doesn't matter any other show any other series, any other average, anything else on television for professional wrestling, Monday is far and away the strongest night for wrestling. That's the end of the story. This person here says, Astonishing to read the data and realize how many people WWE has run off in the 18 to 34 age section just the past few months. I'm not even talking since October in the fall of 2018. Yeah, I've been trying to explain that some of this, some of this, some of this, some of this, some of this is pandemic. Some. But Raw has fallen off a cliff in the last two months. I'm talking fallen off a cliff. They didn't fall off a cliff in March. They didn't fall off a cliff in April. They didn't fall off a cliff in May. They didn't fall off a cliff in June. There was a pandemic in March, April, May, June. They fell off a cliff in July. Okay? That's not the pandemic. This is a disaster. And I have not heard good things about this coming week's shows. I'll just put it that way. Yikes. Let's see. More of these these people and the disadvantage. Why doesn't AEW just tape Dynamite until fans come back? Spoilers never really leak, and the tape shows have been clearly better for the last month. I don't have an answer for you. I mean, it could be many things. It could be that they are a new company and they want to make sure that they are capable of running live because, dude, as soon as they can run live every week, TNT is going to want them to run live every week. Early on in the pandemic, I was pretty much told TNT wants to show live. Now, clearly that has changed and they're doing live and tape. That could be a compromise. It could be that TNT said, okay, fine, just one week live, one week tape will be cool with that. I don't know what the situation is, but... There, there has to be a reason for this, because I don't think they would run live every week just for the fun of it if the tape shows have, have clearly been the superior shows.
So I don't know what the reason is, but I'm pretty confident there is a reason. I, I hope it's just cooler heads prevailed because if you're TNT, you need AEW right now to do first run programming in numbers. And, you know, if you're AEW, you need the, what, 850? Well, how much do they get per episode? 850,000. I mean, obviously, if they want them to run live, hopefully just smart intelligence came through and they just working with each other on this because I don't mind once a week live and once a week tape. I like it. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Now that we're getting back on the road, the stops we make seem more special than before. Stop to see a friend. Stop at your favorite store. Stop at the places you missed most. And to keep you going between those stops, there's Shell. Stopping to fill up with our best fuel ever. Save with the Fuel Rewards Program. And to get snacks and essentials that can save you even more at the pump. That's just a few of the ways Shell helps you make the most of the stop you need to make. See full terms and conditions at FuelRewards.com. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 And now, today's Real Ketones Good Health Tip. Beginning your low-carb lifestyle, it's much easier to stick to your goals if you're not constantly fighting temptation. Read your cupboards of, number one, grains, wheat, grains, pasta, rice, and corn. Number two, sugar, candy, pastries, ice cream, juice, and syrups. Number three, starchy vegetables, including potatoes, sweet potatoes, and parsnips. And now a word from Real Ketones Keto Energy Shots. If you knew there was an energy shot that also helped you lose weight, would you try it? Real Ketones Keto Energy Shots give you sustained energy without the sugar jitters or crash. That's why Keto Energy Shots constantly get five-star reviews. The secret is our patented all-natural ingredient, DBHB. This powerful ingredient revs up your metabolism and turns your body into a fat-burning machine in only minutes. Feel energized while shredding unwanted pounds. Pull into a CVS now and look for Keto energy shots in the weight loss aisle or go to realketones.com using an overpriced trash bag pricey 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 a bag that breaks wimpy 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 or a smelly bag stinky 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 you gotta snag hefty's ultra strong trash bag always at an ultra low price hefty 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 it has arm and hammer odor control so your nose and your wallet will be happy 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 Hefty Ultra Strong Trash Bags. Hefty Strong, all day long. Hefty, hefty, hefty! 
You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Again, the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com, flooded with these text messages here. This person here says, AEW also has actual fans far up in the stands, so that helps with the noise. Actually, no. Last night, they had fans in the stands, and it didn't help. The prior week was a much better crowd. And then the week prior to that was not a good crowd, but the week prior to that was a great crowd. It was every other week. I was like, what's going on here? Why is it every other week they got a good crowd? Then I realized, those good crowd weeks, every time, are taped shows. So, there has to be something going on here. AEW shot themselves in the foot, and and they really did because, you know, they're doing all these tests for everybody, yet they, they pan the crowd, and there's still their talent that's out in that crowd that's right next to each other with no mask on. Okay, but then they shoot up where there's friends and family, and the angle... <laughs> people are bitching and moaning about phoenix missing the punch but like they shoot up and they the angle that is shown of the fans there as jim ross is saying hey everybody's following the rules it makes it looks like everybody is on top of each other jesse the buckeye who i believe is actually on right now in our chat if you go to her twitter she shows since she was there it shows she shows the pictures and people are actually if you've been to games they're in different sections but how they shot it it made it look like they were being a bunch of idiots and it just it was it was just bad for AEW. It was a bad visual for AEW when they were actually doing what they were supposed to do and had a bunch of people spread apart. So there are still a lot of things production wise when it comes to AEW that they absolutely need to tighten up and tweak. And nobody is perfect, but there are just there are two things like that, and that's a small one. They miss some things that are far more important, but that was just one where it's like Oh, God, guys, you really didn't do anything to help your cause there. Well, here we go. This person says, AEW's women's division is embarrassing and unacceptable. Is AEW featuring their women's division less because women's wrestling loses viewers? The short women's match on Wednesday lost nearly 100,000 viewers, and limited women's wrestling would explain somewhat why AEW's ratings are up. Well, there's a few things. So... Women's wrestling on NXT on NXT is not a ratings loser. Those matches sometimes do very well. So it's not like you can't look at it and say, well, women's wrestling is bad for viewership like as a as a whole, okay? The thing with AEW is AEW has some very very good women's wrestlers. But they also have some women's wrestlers who are very green and they have very bad matches. Being, okay? Look, you're being too nice. The division... well, hold on, hold on, hold go on. Ahead. So listen, if you want to say they suck, go for it, okay? They stink. I don't want to say they okay. suck, but they stink. It's not but their listen, fault. Listen, so AEW started up in October, and before then they had to sign a whole bunch of people to, to create this company, okay? This was after WWE had gone on their massive hiring spree, and they had hired as many people that anybody talked about, men and women, as they could get. If there was any buzz about you, it was like, sign, 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 sign. TNA has people under contract. Ring of Honor has people under contract. 
So what happened was AEW had to scour the indies, okay? Now, it is a fact of the matter that there are significantly more men working on the indie scene than women, okay? So when you look at all of the people that, that WWE did not pick up for whatever reason, and, I mean, it's pretty obvious some of the reasons they didn't pick people up, but there were still a lot of people available they were very, very talented for AW. Eddie Kingston, for God's sake. Eddie Kingston, I mean, dude, he's great, okay? He's great. WWE never picked him up. And, you know, he had been in other places, you know, TNA and, and, and Ring of Honor, etc. But he was he was available. But the, the, the caliber of worker for women out on the indies was much, much lower. T AW is running a women's tournament. And they are so lacking in bodies that Dasha, Dasha Gonzalez, who I don't think has been in the ring in like five years, was was pulled into this tournament because they needed a body for the tournament. That's it. They've got a much, much greener roster of women. And quite frankly, if you have a roster of green women, until they get enough experience working Dynamite, or not Dynamite, uh, AW Dark or whatever... No, you don't want to put them on television. I wouldn't want to put two green people out there on television and have them have a bad match on national TV. So we can hope that they will get these women a lot of experience on the YouTube show. And as people get better, and people are getting better, as they get better, eventually you can move them on to the main Dynamite show. But I don't think that Dynamite should just be putting women's matches on the show for the sake of it. If you've got good programs, if you've got good workers, do it. Otherwise, have them get their experience and their practice on AEW Dark and AEW Women's Tournaments and whatever on YouTube. That's it. AEW Dark and constantly working in the ring. And I, why they never brought in a cheerleader, Melissa, or, or Mercedes Martinez when she was unsigned, I don't know. Why Dave Prezak has not been thrown a bunch of money by people, by anyone, frankly, I don't know. Uh, two things can be true and AEW their women's roster was thin to begin with I don't think they took the right tack to begin with but telling saying that the wrestling isn't that good and these people are not ready for prime time that's true whether anybody who's an AEW stan or a fan of these women want to hear it or not period point blank they don't have enough talent there and i don't think they are featuring some of the people that they to me they never feed hikaru shida one in two minutes that girl heather monroe or whatever her name was should never have been on offense for that long they have got to stop doing this thing where you're going to test these women out and they're going to give them everything on a match to see no feature sheeta by having her destroy somebody having her show off all of her moves in two minutes does the average fan out there i guess maybe obviously the hardcore AEW fan knows but can an average wrestling fan tuning on a wednesday what are her car sheeta's signature moves What's her signature finish? You know, what what is she truly about? And I don't think whether it's been her, whether it's been Nyla Rose and even Riho to a point, they have not featured their champions very well. Their division has not been booked very well. And I have faith in them going forward. I hope they bring back people like Yuka Sakazaki. I hope they invest in people like maybe bringing in a Chihiro Hashimoto or some of these other people who are out there, plenty of them who are out there who are much better than who's there and who deserve a shot one day. So 
again, I have it's to 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 say this about AEW doesn't mean you hate women or you hate women's wrestling or you hate AEW. It just means that they're not ready for prime time and and they need I will say this. I think for the tag team tournament since they're building it up to be on an a a a uh, a dynamite show. I think you absolutely need to show some clips. I think you should show something as far as vignette or, or something goes to build into it. But as far as them not showing those matches on TV, that's for the best for everybody. Period. This person here says, and I don't, I don't think this is a troll text message, but it may as well be. Why didn't the demos matter when SmackDown beat everyone on Friday? And then he has a very profane word for the AEW shills. Listen, bro. Yes, SmackDown was number one in 18-49 on Friday. SmackDown was a live show, or a new show. Everything else it beat was in reruns. If you want to brag about that, knock yourself out. In persons 18-34, SmackDown on Fox lost to AEW on Wednesday nights on TNT. There's not a lot to brag about here. Nope. If you'd like to... Go for it. Knock yourself well, out. You're trying to. And these are the reasons why when you, if you're going to tweet or say something stupid like, well, the show's on Monday. That's why it didn't do as good as the show on Wednesday. Man, shut up. You just really sound stupid doing that. And there's a great example why you can come up with every excuse in the world, look in the mirror and ask why your show is atrophied to the point where you're making excuses about that startup show that you said wasn't going to be worthwhile anyway on Wednesday night. Person here says, last night, AW had a good number of fans at Dynamite with signs and all. One fan said on Twitter that they were not made to take a COVID test. Do you think that is smart on behalf of a... We just talked about this. It's in an open-air arena, and the fans are way up in the cheap seats, and they're all sequestered away from each other. So that's what's going to happen. When, when sports return and when fans are back in buildings, it, they're not going to be able to test every single fan for COVID. They're, they're going to have to do basically what New Japan does, which is you open up the whole building and the the assigned seats are all six to ten feet apart from everybody else. And you run at a very limited capacity. New Japan isn't testing all these fans that go in the building. They can't. It's impossible. So as, as Mike noted, Jesse was there. She took some pictures. So they did what they did. Brother Boss Man, I know you don't like stick and puck and, and team sports and such, but you should watch hockey at least a little bit. Watch a little of the Stanley Cup playoffs. You want to see a sports organization that actually nailed the post-COVID aesthetic? Hockey has done that. If you could, There's not much you can say about the people that run the National Hockey League and, and say it in a positive way sometimes, but they have actually nailed how to run an empty arena and make it look really, really good. And I don't know if wrestling can take tips from that, but uh, I, they have done a dynamite job. Person says, Davis reported Fox was looking for a 1 in 18-49. to 49. They're not celebrating a .5 to a .6. Well, the other thing that people don't think about when they make these these goofy comparisons is you have to look at value. How much did Fox pay for SmackDown? $250 million a year? What's AEW making from TNT? $50 million a year? So, I don't know. these. I mean, these numbers are close. They're not exact. I don't know what the numbers are. But it, it's in general, million, it, it's, a, it's about $50 million or whatever for, yeah. for AEW. It's about $200 million. So, Fox is paying four times as much money for a show that is beating reruns, 
doing half of what they expected in 18 to 49 and is losing in 18 to 34 to a show that is being paid a quarter of the money. All of this goes into consideration. It's not just, well, you know, one did this and the other did that. Yeah, well, one is on Fox. One is on Fox and being paid $250 million a year. The other one is on TNT and they're being paid 45 to $50 million a year. So that's another thing to take into consideration. I tell and you believe what, I... me, the, the people in, at Fox and TNT, they are taking all of this into consideration, whether you are or not. What's dude's name? Something Khan? The non the non Tony Khan? Uh Khan, the WWE hire. Khan. I'd give him a job and give him and they did give him a job, give him anything he wants because the money that he was able to negotiate for them out of out of USA and out of Fox, my God, I don't know if they'll see numbers like that again. That was amazing. He deserves a job for what they were able to hustle out of those channels. This person here says, Whatever happened to Lars Sullivan? I have no idea. Lars Sullivan disappeared, deactivated his social media. They've not mentioned him. I mean, maybe he's been fired for all I know. I have no idea because when they did all of their releases, they did that giant purge of talent. And, you know, for weeks afterwards, we heard, oh, we never knew this, but so-and-so was released. Ah, nobody said anything, but so-and-so was released. I mean, he's got no social media. I mean, for all I know, he might be gone, but maybe he's still there. I, I have no idea what's going on with Laura Sullivan. Zero. Sure. Back in a moment, Observer Live. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can 
can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. This person says, renting out an arena with no gate just to appease Vince's ego is the most WWE thing. Well, so it appears, this was first reported by PW Insider. I'm trying to follow up on it that the idea may be that they're going to try the virtual fan thing, which has been done with other sports. And if you're going to do that, I mean, rent out the arena. It's going to be a lot harder to do in the performance center than it would be in an actual arena. So the whole the whole idea may be we're going to rent out arenas, we're going to do virtual fans, and we're going to do that until we can get real fans in because we think it's going to be a better product. And who knows? Maybe they'll do it on SummerSlam, it'll be lame, and they'll go back to the Performance Center. Maybe they'll do it at SummerSlam, and it'll be awesome. I have no idea. I mean, if they want to experiment with it, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. These shows at the Performance Center, it's cool and all, but if you want to try something different, go for it. Let's just put it that way. Man, boss, man, enough of all that. There's ratings. They're waiting for you to talk ratings. They need numbers, man. There's numbers dribbling out. Is it true? There are numbers dribbling out. That's oh, man, that, with man, moments. The, the chat's got it going here. It's... All right, with moments left here on the show. Do they have the numbers on the chat? What are they showing here? They're showing AEW. What do we got here? 792. Is that true? Is Are you lying to me, chat? Don't lie Let's... to me. I've been in a bad mood today. Come on, chat. Are you, are you making things up right here? Let's see. Oh, here we go. AW 792,000. NXT is not in the top 50. Now, that does not mean that they did a horrible viewership. It just means all old people watched. I'll have an update here in just a moment on my Twitter at Brian Alvarez. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We're out of time. Talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.